possible. Jolly holiday. Happy holidays from the Whiskey Underground. Good evening, everyone. Happy holidays and welcome to the BSEA Whiskey Underground. It is that time of year again. It is time to head back into the Whiskey Advent Calendar. Brant, what a glorious holiday season this is. It, it is a glorious holiday season, absolutely. I am, uh, I'm so excited that I, uh, I can't wear shorts anymore in Louisiana. I, that's a lie. You, you still wear I was going to say, it doesn't get that cold maybe there in December. In, <laughs> <laughs> no. I was like, no, well, maybe, maybe, Jan- maybe end of December, January. Hopefully by Christmas we'll have some chilly, <laughs> some chilly weather. Uh, but... Uh, no more hurricanes. That's right. This this year was kind of crazy. I am so ready for this year to be over, and what a, what a better way to count down the end of the year than with our calendar. So, Brent, tell tell the guys, tell the guys and gals a little bit about the calendar we're doing this year. Yeah. So, just like last year, we got this from uh, Drink by the Dram. It is. Um, is the, the like the main website? The Spirit so yeah, Co, it's it's we um, you can get it through a number of places, Master of Malt, but they don't ship to the U.S. So we have to go through the Spirit Company, which does ship to, through the U.S. Which again, yeah. stupid because guess what? They're both based in the U.K. There you go. But this, uh, unlike last year, where we did, we last year we did a single cask Advent calendar. This year we did uh, bourbon and American whiskey Advent calendar, and it's twenty four. Um, 30 milliliter drams um, of just American-made freaking goodness. Um, and one of the coolest things is, Scott, as I'm looking at the back of the uh, the, the box, it kind of has a description. It says, cheeseburgers, s'mores, pecan pie, America is responsible for many taste sensations, but arguably the best of all is their unmistakable distinctive whiskey. This calendar contains 24 or 30 milliliter drams, blah, blah, blah. And, you know, when you think about it, it really is true because when we think about whiskeys and all the whiskeys that we've all over the world in the speak in the speakeasy, Irish, Scottish, Jap Japanese whiskey, very are all yeah malted barley malted but malted barley based malted barley heavy most most of them are one hundred percent malted yep. malted barley. When you come over to America, you find. I'm not going to say only, but majority of the whiskeys in the world corn. That consist of corn yeah. and rye and wheat. All those extra ingredients, America is seemingly uh, the only place you get that, which makes our whiskey the most unique. And I will argue with you that it is the best. So here's 24 examples right. starting today on why that is. So, And after, uh, after we go through these 24, like I said, I, we have... Last year, we kind of peeked around a little bit, but this year, I have no idea what is no. in uh, this this box, and I'm super interested in, in uh, figuring it out day after day. So, Scott, if you open. want to I'm excited. start off. Last last year, you let me do it, so why don't you All introduce right. the first the first American All bourbon right. slash whiskey that's I in am, I am opening this thing up. Again, these are beautifully packaged. They come with little doors that you can open up. And flat back down, just like Clark Griswold. Um, 
This one, ironically, Brant, starts almost the exact same way as the last calendar. Yes. And we're doing yes. some, again, some whistle pig. Man, hold on. I, hold on. I'm having, fla I'm having flashbacks. Check out the barrel number because this is going to be interesting. So this is this is a single barrel exclusively for drinks by the dram. Okay, it's not it's not. <laughs> but literally last year, Advent calendar day one. Scott, tell them what this day one is. Day one is Whistlepig ten year old single barrel barrel number nine six zero six four, which is an exclusive barrel pick by drinks uh, by drinks by the dram. <laughs> so last year's Advent calendar was Whistlepig ten year rye cask two six okay. eight two. Um, it, and it came in at 56.3%. This one's 52.5, so this is a little lighter. But it was also a, a straight rye exclusively for drinks by the dram. I'm assuming there's a standing Probably. order for a cask of year, a cask of year um, for drinks for them. So very interesting um, way to start. Definitely having uh, oh, deja, yeah, totally. <laughs> deja vu right. at this. So, Scott, I'm going to pause real quick and yeah. jot these notes down yeah. on this, this guy. All right, so let's get to pouring this one. The beauty is these are perfectly uh, portioned out. Yeah, pours. they're perfect pours. Two ounces, just the perfect amount of whiskey uh, to go in your glass. And just the perfect amount to sneak up on you because you feel like you've only had... Exactly. I drink, I drink, and it's... All right, so this is 52.5%. Ooh, it is definitely a spiced rye. Yeah? Yeah, get your nose in there. Scott, actually, 30 milliliters is only, this is three centimeters, mm -hmm. which is 30 milliliters, right? It's only one ounce. Oh, really? It's only one ounce? It's only one ounce. That's a 30, 30 milliliters would be... Three centiliters, right? Yeah, three centiliters. Yeah, so it's 1.01. Oh. So this is literally a, a one-ounce pour. Oh. Which is even better, which is, which is fine. See, you know, all the years of pouring into a Glencairn glass, this is about what I pour every time. This is usually my where where the glass comes up to. and I would say, yeah. I always thought I was pouring two ounces because that's, I you know, it, it pours out to the bottom, of, just about the bottom of the tulip, the middle of the tulip. Yeah. And I thought yeah. that's what a two-ounce pour was. So I would say if you were doing a flight or a tasting, you wouldn't take you wouldn't take more than than one ounce. I mean, most are point seven five one ounce. Now, if you were taking an American shot, you would be taking an ounce and a half, an ounce and a half um, pour. And then most people, if you order a, I mean, I guess if you order a nice whiskey in a in a restaurant, you'd expect a two-ounce pour. But honestly, I don't know if two-ounce pours are really the thing. I don't know. If, I don't think that's an American. Uh, I don't know American thing. Um, because I would say the same thing, and I would be curious now. Like I almost want to take one of these, fill it back up, and pour it over like an ice cube to see what the, what the pour what that looks like. On, on a, you know, and, yeah, look, look, what an ounce looks like in a rock. I mean, for and I when I when I pour out into my double old fashioned crystal glass that I have at home, that is definitely I definitely have to pour more than two ounces in there because otherwise, a two ounce pour wouldn't fill anything in that thing. Yeah, um, and I should probably be a better judge of this since my career is ounces and profit margins. And That's true. Price price points and all that shit. But 
Yeah, it's kind of it is really hard depending on the glass how to, to judge what what's an ounce, what's two ounces, and what's not. All right, so nose on this one. Let's dig into it. It's definitely rye rye forward. And man, just I, I I'm deja vu because it it smells like a fucking dill pickle. Yep. Dill pickle and eucalyptus. Dill, dill rye eucalyptus. But it's, it's, it's a dry, dry... Oh, yeah, you can already tell this is going to be a very drying whiskey. It's it's not... Like, my notes from last year say light, underwhelming. I don't think this is light or underwhelming. On the, on the nostrils? No, it, it... I mean, it's it's all there. It's right out in front of your face. It's dill pickle. It's... Uh, it's Slight dill and empty. Yeah, it's not, this one's not empty. This one has a much better nose this year. No. Oh man, it, I mean it's it's rye forward. You know it's a rye whiskey. You can you can smell the rye spices on it too. And I'm pretty sure this is straight rye, right? Do you know? Do we know their? Uh, we don't know their mash bill. I know we don't know their mash bill. It is a straight. It is a straight rye. So it means it's 50, at least fifty-one percent. Fifty-one percent rye. Now, I mean, they don't tell you the mash bill if you just look at Whistle, Whistle Pig 10. Um, I mean, assuming it's the same. No, it doesn't, it doesn't tell you. No, you, it, oh, wait, no, no. It's 100% rye. It is 100%? Yeah, yeah, their they're 10-year-old rye is 100% rye. They're saying this is the most awarded rye whiskey in the world. They buy a lot of awards. Uh, look, we that I, extremely... <laughs> Extremely hard to believe. We've talked about Whistle Pig. I think they're a, um, uh, what's his name? Dave, uh, Dave, is it Pickle? Dave Pickerel. Pickerel? Dave Pickerel. Fine whiskey connoisseur. God rest his soul. Um, love what he does, but is, you know, we've tasted almost everything that Whistle Pig has to offer, and it's yeah. just okay. It's nothing great. Understand the celebrities in rock and roll. Celebrities in rock and roll. Dave Pickerel. Dave Pickerel is a celebrity in the whiskey world. I mean, great, great name. Great name. Now it's cool package. Cool packaging. Now for a while they were sourcing their rye out of Canada, but I think they've gone to their own. uh, They've gone to their own actual plant at this point. Yeah, I don't know if they're one that tells the. Because they were at, at one point when they first started, they were uh, the bottles were or the the barrels were rescued from Canada, brought back to Vermont, which is where they're based out of, and then uh, aged there. All right, let's dig this in. Enough talk about Whistlepig. We've talked about him before. Uh, nose, dill, rye, eucalyptus. Um, pretty pretty good. Pretty good nose. I, I I'll give it to this one. It's a good nose. I like it. All right, mm-hmm. dig in. It's pretty soft, and it's and it's honestly got some of the the deal on the palate, yeah. which is um, kind of crazy that it flows in that. But it's it's soft. It's it's uh, it's got a minty, which is crazy because mint and rye, like how in the shit? I mean, like mint and, and dill just don't seem like a mix. But it's it's kind of like antiseptic and drying, but it's still got this a nice dill flavor to it on the palate and then a minty 
liftoff as it gets to the finish. I'll talk about the finish in a little bit, but the palette is is very, very good actually. I'm not, I'm not unhappy with this one for some reason. Because normally I don't really like Whistlepig, but I'm not unhappy with this one. Don't, I don't actually hate this. It's, it's got, and then look, I think it's got some, there's some citrus in there, but it's like a weird, it's that, that, like orange peels, like a zest or a lemon zest. Um, very, very bright, very thin, thin citrus. And it's got the classic like rye, like rye bread kind of rye spice, um, I think. I don't hate I don't hate it, but I don't think this is like a sipper for me. This would be great. This is but it is rye old fashioned. Like it is almost into that rye old fashioned. This would be amazing in a cocktail, in a rye old fashioned cocktail. Cause like the more I taste it, um, on the palate, there's a little bit of like dark chocolate and raspberries. A little tiny bit of like tart fruitness with some dark chocolate in there that just kind of like, just gives it a little bit of a flavor profile. And can you imagine this with chocolate bitters in an old fashioned? Yeah. Yeah, and I, I mean, like I said, I would make it honestly and I, I would keep it, I kind of like the dry. I'd, I'd keep it like lightly sweet, mm -hmm. like half the sugar you'd, you know, or, or simple you'd put in almost normal uh, old like fashioned. Like one cube of sugar. Keep Keep it, keep it super whiskey full. Yeah. Because um, it's got some kind of cool flavors happening in it. Now, I know, I know these are not cheap bottles. I usually, you know, every time I even think about buying a Whistle Pig, I, I kind of get sticker, sticker shock. Because um, it seems like it's, it's almost a, pre a premium. Um, one, they are one of the only whiskeys that is pretty devout in putting age statements on nearly every freaking bottle has an age statement and i don't know if that's what keeps their price high because people are looking for these age statement american well, especially rye whiskeys rye whiskeys don't generally have or have an age statement because there's not a requirement like bourbon usually bourbon you get that age statement because uh it's it's well bourbon you Bourbon, you don't over four yeah, years. Yeah, you don't. You don't. So, I mean, when you look at the Buffalo Trace, the Blantons, the, I mean, the, the big yeah. guys that everybody's looking for, Woodford, Reser Woodford Reserves, there's no age, no age statement because if it's over four years, it doesn't doesn't need it. Yeah, have to have have to have an age statement. Um, which is, like I said, most of these. I mean, where they have a they have a ten, they have a twelve, they have a fifteen, they have an eighteen now. Um, I don't know. I mean, this is a company I. I <laughs> almost love to hate because they, they they seemingly do everything right but there's just something that's there's something that doesn't rub me right on it on whistle pig and I don't I can't put my fucking finger on it um, and I don't know if it's I don't know I said I don't know if it's just in my head but um, smell smell your glass again so. I just picked up on something as I'm because it, it kind of comes through in the in the palate, clove and caramels. 
like not butterscotch caramel like Werther's original but like the soft caramel chews I mean I can I get the clove yeah the clove is present kind of you're right I can't get over the the deal in the nose but the there's some some fruit I mean some kind of fruit zest citrus zest yeah, there's definitely like orange. I get, rum. I get the, I mean, I get caramel and stuff in the, in the kind of caramel butterscotch in the finish. Yeah. This one is, in, like you said, I, I like to hate on Whistle Pig because it's above average whiskey for the most part, with a premium price. And I think if they, if they drop their price a lot more, I think this right. You you give me a glass of this, I would say forty five dollars for the ten year old, and I would buy that frequently. Scott, I mean, I, I almost wish I had like a Sazerac rye just to kind of compare it to. But I think the only the only rye I have open is Rittenhouse, and I'm almost tempted just to pour it next to this just to just to to, to compare the, the taste. But no, it's not about comparing it to that. I, I don't I don't. I'm not a big rye drinker, just like I'm not a big scotch scotch drinker. But this is good. But it's it, it makes me want to make it use it in an old fashioned. This is not something that I'm I'm gonna go back to and want a neat pour of this. Yeah, you know what? This is a good. I like that they start December off with this because this is a good winter drink. It's got winter I feel to that. it. I like yeah. it, and I think again, I think this would be amazing in a rye-forward cocktail, like in Manhattan, like an old-fashioned. Neat, it's really, really good, but it is not the price point that they want for it. I mean, this is $85 to $100 minimum for a bottle of 10-year-old Whistle Pit. I, I think on my local store, it's like 91 or 94 I mean, for 91 or 94 I can get a bottle of 15-year-old scotch. I can get a bottle of uh, Booker's Little Book. And yeah. honestly, those are better. Straight rye whiskey, again, I've gotten to be a bigger fan of them. I think as I've had a little bit more, I've had some of the new Riff, um, some of uh, High West uh, Double Rye, which honestly, Double Rye in this, Double Rye is $29. I'm just saying. This would be really good and really worth its value at $45, not $95. Yeah. That's, and that's my whole thing. It's like, what? You know, but, but all, like I said, I think all of their stuff is that overly, overly priced for, for what it is. I know they all have that, but I agree. I would drink High West Devil Rye. Yeah. Six times over before I drink, dude. This is midnight winter's dram retail price point. And but I think I think the, I like midnight winter or midwinter's night's dram because of yeah. that port finish, that plum berries, well, more yeah, sweetness, ver- vermouth, vermouth. Ver- vermouth finish, yeah. yeah. What did I say? I said midwinter's midnight winter's dram, whatever it is. Mid- midwinter's a, night dram. A midwinter's night's dram. Yeah. Midwinter's night's dram. That bl- that but, blows this out of the water. This is good. Absolutely. That is great. Absolutely. 
All right. So with that, um, as we finish up December 1st, uh, what's your number on this one? Mm. I'm kind of searching, searching for because it's not, it's, it's, it's not better. Bad. It's better than I mean, the one we had last year. I, I, will, I do remember that it was not very good. This is way better than that. Um, so, um, I gave this 78 last year. I think I'm going to give it 82 this year. See, I think you gave it a 75. I did give it a 75, and I think it definitely bumps up. Uh, I give it a 79. It, it, it's, it, it is good. But, you know, we, we talk about the intangibles of the whiskey. You know, 79 means I liked it, but I don't think I would buy it again. And part of that problem is, is that worth the price point that it's at? I mean, you, you do have to account price into it. Would I buy it again? I, yeah, Probably 40, not. 45 bucks? But I mean, 40, 45 bucks in a, in a yeah. cocktail, you'd be great. I would, I would, pa- I, I would pass on this again, um, but I, I, I don't you'd, hate it. You'd, you'd, you'd pass on it at the shelf price point. Yes, definitely. Dave Pickerel, if you're listening up there, tell your guys <laughs> to knock this price down. Your market, your marketing uh, yeah. department got ahead of you. What are they? Yeah. What about say? What What are you guys? Who Who are you paying royalties or, or whatever you're paying? The thing is, I don't I don't the, get it. I, you know, I, I want to wrap this one up because we got other whiskeys to taste on the calendar. But I mean, who are we kidding? Your MGP in from Canada, bringing it back to Vermont to age for a little bit. You're just I mean, you're you're sourcing. Yeah, you, you got to deal with you got to deal with snow. Whatever, I get it. You know, I guess it, it's not bad. It's not great. I like it. Wouldn't buy it again, though. 79. 79. All right. Well, look, as we, end to, as we end December 1st, uh, we'll see you again tomorrow. It, it's, uh, it's that wonderful time of the year that uh, Christmas music is playing. Uh, well, unless you're Chris Trossel, it's been playing since October. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's, that, he's that guy with the calendar that has just the, like, the weekend of Thanksgiving blocked out for Thanksgiving, but... November first, yeah. October first. He's through. he's on the Disney yeah. Christmas calendar. Once November first hits, it is uh, it is Christmas season. It is. Yeah, full speed. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, happy holidays, everyone. Cheers, uh, Brand. If you came in to learn, drink what you learn. If you came in to share, share what you drink. If you came in a stranger, may you exit a friend. And if you came here for adventure, drink, drink up. up. Cheers. Cheers. <laughs>